0: Exciting.
1: It's really about our florettares and our players as a developer that's an amazing feeling to have. Welcome to PlayStation 5. Okay, let's do this.
0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 38 of the latest PS5. We have a jam packed show for you today. I'm so excited, but we'll get into that later. I'm joined by the one and only Mr. Alex Sylvester. How you doing, Alex?
1: Yes, yes, yes. what's up, man?
0: <laughs> As you can see, pretty Alex.
1: Tired, tired, man. We've got some good news today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's in a happy mood. We'll get into that in a bit. But uh, as always, I just want you all to know that this episode is brought to you by our Patreon producers, George Rixie, Martin Batterbury, and Adam Batty. Thank you for your continued support.
1: Hey, thank you. How are you doing, dude? I'm all right, man. I'm okay. I'll be a lot better if my headphones work, as I did explain earlier. However, these things happen when you've got kids who are just running rampant, as if one of them's the Joker and the other one's Two-Face, and like my house is pretty much Gotham City, so they're having the time of their life right now. Oh, they're but they're... They're... Well that, you know the sunny the the sunny shine, I can see the, the, the silver lining on the clouds. Uh, we've got some great news coming up man, so I can't wait to get into it.
0: Excellent. Well before we get all the way into there, what have
1: you been playing over the last week? Uh Astrobot. <laughs> <laughs> Come back to the greatest game of all time. Well, this year, anyway. (laughs) Game of the Year, in my eyes. Uh, And, like, it's PS5's eyes, anyway. Um, Yeah, it's been a great game. I've been playing it with the kids as well. They've just been getting their hands on it, trying to get all the TikTok pieces and getting used to the whole PlayStation lore. So, um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And they're pretty good at it. Obviously, they've learned a lot from Mario. um, But, hey, (laughs) (laughs) it's been a walk, been a breeze for them. But, yeah, man, they've had a lot of fun with it. So, that feels in mind. How about you?
0: Uh so what, what have I not been playing this week? Um <laughs> let's see. So I've almost almost finished Planet Coaster. The last oh, wow. three levels are really hard, you know, and again I'm not doing it with any guides. So I'm trying to build roller coasters to meet specific specifications. And then when you realize you're like 10 yards short, it pisses you off and you gotta do it all again. So uh just been going through that. Um I've actually just started on your recommendation, Hitman 3. Um, so I did the first, I did the training sections and I did a Dubai level, loved the game, absolutely love it um, so, gonna play through that hard uh, Pez Online Dreams, a bit of everything you know you know me, I just get through everything, like if I wasn't playing Pez Online and other things, I would have finished Planet Coaster by now but <laughs> as you said, you know, it's a, having a family, having kids as well, time yeah. is sparse on the console, even in lockdown and yeah. um
1: well, late nights
0: that's it you know i can get the kids my kids are in bed by eight but they're not sleeping by eight but they're in bed by eight um you know and then you've got you got to have that time with the wifey before the gaming kicks in and then once the gaming kicks in i'm like right it's time to go i'm ready let's do this two minutes in i'm yawning i'm tired i want to go to sleep uh, like oh no but i'm like no i'm gonna game no matter what you know so playing games but Alex you mentioned that there's a lot of news to get into um now really? before now before we get into the news uh listeners we are aware so we're recording on Wednesday night and we are aware that tomorrow which is Thursday Sony is hosting um a state of play which will feature multiple games which is what they've announced So what me and Alex have decided to do is delay the recording of our Patreon exclusive show Latest PSX until tomorrow evening once the State of Play is finished. This obviously allows me and Alex to give our Patreons um, our opinions and review of that State of Play show straight away and it will also be available tomorrow evening as soon as it's recorded so there's no delay on there. So Patreons, keep an eye out for that one. If right. you aren't a Patreon yet, head over to our Patreon and help support the show and get early access to every weekly episode and, of course, exclusive access to our second show, The Latest PSX. The link is in the episode description. But okay, Alex, shall we yeah. get into the news? I think we should. It's funny, you know. It is. Enough. It's <laughs> funny, right? Because Tuesday morning, I was actually scrolling... Down, like the news, the latest PS5 Twitter account at latest PS5. I was like, Oh, this is a really slow week, man. Don't tell me my number one story is going to be Tony Hawk. You know, there's going to be something that hits before Wednesday, and then bang, 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 Mike Tyson walked in and started hitting news left, right, center. I was out. I couldn't take anymore, but I was <laughs> loving it. So, no bombs everywhere, mate. Bombs everywhere. So, in news number one, Alex, yeah. you prayed. And you prayed and it has come to pass. And not only did you pray, but a few weeks ago on an episode of our Patreon exclusive show Latest PSX with the subject matter, our top five gaming predictions of 2021, you predicted that Sony would talk about a particular piece of hardware. Well, my compadre, my co-host, my friend, my brother, my Tekken whore, the (laughs) next generation of PSVR... Has been announced.
1: Drum roll woo
0: <laughs> oh, man. It's crazy. Oh, like it's
1: the longest time, man. The longest time. God damn it. Look at that. That crystal ball is still working. I'm glad I'm I was really just
0: scrolling. The- and the weird thing is was there was no big like hoo-ha. It just hit the social channels on PlayStation. Yep. Yep. Have a have a read about our next generation of PSVR. I was like, eh. Huh? Clicked it, <laughs> read it, fell in love. I was like, oh my God. So yeah. I think the best way to do this is to read the entire post from Sony, which was published on Tuesday by um, Hideaki Nishino, who is the Senior Vice President of Platform Planning and Management. The post titled, Introducing the Next Generation of VR on PlayStation. So I'm going to read it all to you, and then obviously we'll go through certain sections. So... More than four years ago, we launched PlayStation VR to offer a transformative new way to play games on PS4, providing a much stronger sense of presence and deeper immersion to players compared with traditional games. In that time, we've seen tremendous experiences that have propelled virtual reality gaming forward, including highly acclaimed titles like Astro Bot Rescue Mission, Tetris Effect, Blood and Truth, Moss, Beat Saber and Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Can I just chuck Batman VR in there? We've also enhanced the experience for some PSVR titles who played on PS4 Pro and PlayStation 5. Today, I'm pleased to share that our next-generation VR system will be coming to PlayStation 5, enabling the ultimate entertainment experience with dramatic leaps in performance and interactivity. Players will feel an even greater sense of presence and become even more immersed in their game worlds once they put on the new headset. We're continuing to innovate with our new VR system so that our fans can continue to enjoy the unique experiences that are synonymous with PlayStation. We're taking what we've learned since launching PSVR on PS4 to develop a next-gen VR system that enhances everything from resolution and field of view to tracking and input. It will connect to PS5 with a single cord to simplify setup and improve ease of use, while enabling a high-fidelity visual experience. One of the innovations we're excited about is our new VR controller which will incorporate some of the key features found in the DualSense wireless controller, along with a focus on great ergonomics. That's just one of the examples of future-proof technology we're developing to match our vision for a whole new generation of VR games and experiences. There's still a lot of development underway for our new VR system, so it won't be launching in 2021. But we wanted to provide this early update to our fans as the development community has started to work on creating new worlds for you to explore in virtual reality. We also wanted to thank all of our PSVR players for your continued support with upcoming games like the After the Fall, Sniper Elite VR and Humanity. There's much more to come for PSVR whether you're playing on PS4 or 5. With both PlayStation VR and the next-generation VR system we're building, our commitment to virtual reality as a medium for games is stronger than ever. We look forward to sharing more details in
1: the future. Oh yeah, yes Sony, that's what I want to (laughs) hear.
0: Okay, so uh, I thought there's a lot to get through there, it might not seem like it, but there is a lot, so I'm going to go through each section slowly and I want your opinions because you have been dying for this, right? Right. right. So um, first of all, Alex, the most important thing, it's listed as just PS5 and not PS4 and they used the ultimate entertainment experience with dramatic leaps in performance and interactivity. Just PS5. So it's harnessing yep. that tech,
1: that That's power. Exactly. How do you feel? I mean, I mean I've mean, i mentioned it multiple times on this show. Uh, I mean, everyone's seen 4. Well, a lot of people may have seen uh, Ready Player One. When uh, the main character is completely immersed in the VR world, and that's what I envision from the PS5. I mean, it's got the horsepower to do so. Obviously, it's not going to be as extravagant, but I think in terms of visuals, the high fidelity visuals—we're uh, talking about 4K going straight into your eye socket, straight into your brain, and therefore you can pretty much just say goodbye to reality. Hello, Sony VR. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, I really, really can't wait. I mean, after playing—I mean, I know I'm jumping a bit—but after playing Astro Bot. Um, The Rescue Mission, I mean, that was a a phenomenal game. And that just opened the door to the other games that we ended up playing, uh, such as Batman. uh, Probably one of the greatest VR experiences out there. If you have not played it, ladies and gentlemen, you need to get your hands on one and definitely play Batman. Batman is an amazing experience. You actually put on the cowl. And you are Bruce Wayne, AA, a.k.a. Batman. And the story itself leads on great from the Arkham Knight series. Um, so it's not really, you don't really spoil it if you haven't actually played the Arkham Knight series, but it's a great adaptation to it. And I would definitely recommend. And that is just an example of what we could expect, you know, from uh, story driven VR games uh, for the future. But that's only a few. That's only a couple. But, man, I could talk over on it, man. But anyway. <laughs> well, before we move
0: on to hardware, um, obviously you talked about the horsepower with PS5, oh, yeah. so that enables a better resolution, yep. field of view, tracking, and input. So, <clears throat> I mean, weirdly enough, you can't notice it as much, but PSVR only uh, brings up 180 degrees of view you know it's a trick that it works like that so i mean the first thing i'm picturing as you mentioned it it's 4k it's full 365 degrees view you know 360 degrees view um that's going to be amazing but alex 3d audio with that like i'm talking ps5 tempest 3d audio with that you know (laughs) that is
1: insane it's like, it's like you know, it's, it's, it's two-pronged, isn't it? Based on one hand, I'm I'm really excited, but on the other hand, I'm completely shit-scared because if I've got to put on a PS5 VR headset with 3D audio whilst playing Resident Evil in VR...
0: <laughs> but that's what the experience is all about.
1: I can't do it. I don't think. Listen, <laughs> you know
0: I, mean? I, I did that with Resident Evil 7, and, you know, even with Batman VR, like, the... Um, the realism because it takes all your senses i think the only sense it doesn't take is taste and you know and smell but like (laughs) i know i can imagine but like literally it's just and when you get people say i don't like getting scared but i like playing horror games that's the whole experience is like being scared like getting that shocked feeling in your system like you know that of fear that's what you need and that's what that does in vr but you know i'm so excited about it and and one thing that i really liked is the tracking and input now if you've played job simulator or batman vr i mean alex you can contest to this like when you take the batarangs out the belt and how quick it is it doesn't feel i mean you can sometimes you can sense the latency but it's like less than like like a millisecond of latency but you can pick it up sometimes with vr Actually, a good example is super hot. I mean, what's the latency? Like, oh, you don't, no. you rarely notice it in super yeah, hot you don't,
1: don't you? I mean, you're in bullet time most of the time anyway, so the latency kind of works in its favor uh, as you're dodging bullets while juggling guns and then picking people off left, right, and center, uh, watching them explode in glorious. I mean, it's, it's really basic in terms of the graphics, but um, the way they carry it out is just gorgeous. So, um, yeah, you, you don't really notice the latency too much. And plus, I mean, we're going to be looking at a super fast, next-level SSD. Oh, yeah. You
0: know? I never thought about that. Oh, my God.
1: And we're talking about the, you know, the super-fast 16 gigabytes of RAM, which is just there, ready to be unleashed upon every single game, and all developers, uh, that can just go crazy. You know what I mean? There is no bottleneck. Well, okay. I'm not going to say there's no bottleneck, but that bottleneck is so wide. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> no. like they could do a lot. They could do so much. But you Alex, know you mean? just Before got, got to look that. at it
0: as if Sony... I mean, Blood and Truth is the cinematic experience, action game, full-blown VR, Half-Life Alyx. These are the sort of games that push the boundaries of VR. Now, you add that tech to PlayStation developers, and Sony will pay millions to developers to make games for PlayStation VR, but if we're getting games that are similar to Half-Life Alyx, on ps5 it's just great for vr you know which we'll get into obviously supporting for vr like but you know what excites me even more alex Whoa. the new vr controller which will incorporate some of the key features found <laughs> in the DualSense wireless controller along oh with a God. focus on great ergonomics alex now you said it 3D audio, PS5 horsepower, PSVR 2 4K, add the DualSense haptic feedback and adaptive triggers to that. You know?
1: (laughs) I mean, they're they're just creating a VR's dream, you know, a VR's game's dream right there. The haptic feedback, I mean, is second to none right now. In a new controller,
0: and you can know it's going to be along the lines of what uh, Valve have. (laughs) Oh.
1: <laughs> so it's going to
0: be amazing it's going to feel amazing in the hand but then you add the dual sense capabilities in there oh my god
1: the resistive triggers i mean come on come on <laughs> you know I mean, that's just going to be an unbelievable level of fun you know especially shoot them up so i mean i mean it doesn't even need to stop there it's just going to go crazy i mean you'll be picking up different objects and the way um they can create simulate textures you know just with the dual sense alone mm. i mean i'm forward to see what the the, uh, developers are going to get their hands with what they're going to come up with i mean we've experienced you know grains of sand you know rustling through our fingers with uh, astrobot um dancing on ice you know i mean feeling each step it actually feels like i mean it's almost as if the pad is cold you know i mean the way it you know reacts to it so i can't wait to see what they can do in vr when they can just throw all the horsepower straight onto the visuals and the experience i mean with their tech i mean come on who's going to say no to that Mm. Who is gonna say no to that?
0: And then obviously moving on again for you know that quality of life experience, a single cord to simplify, setup and improve ease of use while enabling a high fidelity visual experience. So a lot of people wanted wireless, but what a lot of people don't realise is if you add wireless to it, you're adding about four or five hundred dollars on top of that price point and manufacturing. But then the reason they mentioned the single cord, but then had the, in the same sentence, wrote a high fidelity visual experience. It means that that cord is making sure everything is seamless. There's no distraction in the wireless connection. You know, there's no streaming through Bluetooth or anything. It's just full, you know, blown experience with a single cord. Now, I'm happy about that because obviously, yep. if you look at the state of PSVR... And all those cords all wrapped around the chair, around the back of your. You know how hard it is to watch porn in VR with that?
1: Yeah, it ain't sexy. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I feel better. Come on, Tony. I'm glad that they're actually just whittling it down to just one clean, slick PS5. I love, I love
0: that they say that, and then it, the cord comes and it's
1: fucking huge. <laughs> It's like a big petrol pump. And if you
0: cut it open, all the old PSVR (laughs) cords are still in there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's better. But uh, but the good thing is, you know what I think? I'm just going to throw this out there. I think they're going to come out with two models. One which is going to be the corded one, and they will release that ridiculously expensive one that you kind of alluded to. Um, you know, I, think, which, I think
0: I I think eventually I don't think Sony are you know they've got so many eggs in so many different baskets when it comes to gaming I think that may happen eventually when the man when they know they can sell at a profit
1: the PSVR Pro that's what I'm putting I'm going to coin it now. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: they have said um, Alex that it's not launching in 2021, which oh, is good oh, because. No. We don't need it yet. We're still in our first year on PS5. Let us enjoy the fruits of uh, what the PS5 has to offer before we die in VR,
1: right? But I mean, <laughs> when do you think then? <laughs> when, when do you think it will be out? Uh, I think it's going to be comfortably next year, probably around next twenty November 2022. You know, just, just yeah. before
0: Christmas. I think just before Christmas or spring twenty twenty three.
1: Like, that's just on my wave, you know what I mean? They'll probably do something like if the E3 is uh, popping off them, uh, just use that to showcase all the games. Um, hmm. And then, yeah, then but then Alex, later. we
0: spoke about it last
1: week as well, you know,
0: um, about that potential Horizon VR experience, things like that. I'm like, oh my god, open world, and the rumors that Rockstar have hired VR teams, you know. And I'm just like, if I'm playing GTA 5 in VR. Yeah. Like I don't wanna play GTA five in VR. I wanna play GTA San Andreas in VR. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> It'll look like a pixel like, you know, crap heap in VR, but I wanna play that in VR, you know. I want Samuel L. Jackson cussing me out in VR.
1: <laughs> I'm talking Vice City, man. I wanna see an upscale Vice City, I mean, because that game was just phenomenal. Um but yeah, I think um Yeah. I mean, the possibilities are endless now. You know what I mean? It's like all the developers have got all this tech pretty much right at their fingertips and they know it's an established uh, market. You know, they've got a good um, install base. Uh, People are hyped up about it. And if anyone's going to deliver a high quality immersive experience, it's going to be from the uh, Sony camp. So, you know, yeah, you got Oculus out there. You know what I mean? You've got all the different variations, but it doesn't come with the weight you know what I mean, of mm. good quality IPs, you know, which could easily be transferred into VR. We've seen it with Resident Evil, we've seen it with Batman, we've seen it with Astro. It's funny Come you on. say
0: that. I think Half-Life Alex is the only non psvr game to win a VR game of the year. Every other year it's been a PlayStation VR title.
1: <laughs> oh, there you go. I wouldn't be surprised if that actually eventually does make its way. <laughs> I hope <laughs> so.
0: I really fun. do, you know. I really want to play Half-Life Alex, but I do not, I'm not getting a PC in that to play that sort of, sort of stuff, but... <laughs> Can we just comment out on Sony's commitment, obviously, to VR and just the set of balls this company has on it to not only release a revolutionary new console and to develop hundreds of millions of maybe even a billion plus dollars in development on games, not to mention a streaming service that what they're building up with PlayStation, but to bloody go out and say, yeah, we're doing VR as well. You know, it's it's yeah. it, All they need now for the trifecta is a, a new handheld, and they've got everything in gaming covered. Oh, that
1: might be on the horizon. We'll <laughs> have into that at some point. I do think they're going to try and go for the uh, the Nintendo crown? aren't they 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 really want to get a handheld, It could be. A cling about it. Everything's kind of running in their favor, bar the you know the short shortage not really a short shortage but the understatement, but on the semiconductors, I think once that's all sorted out and they can just start flying these PS5s off the shelves, everyone starts converting it to the next generation, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a, a handheld, you know what I mean, a super-powered handheld. I mean, come on, the screen is going to be crazy. You know, they've got the tech, you know, AMD working with them as well. I'm sure they can't wait to get their hands into, like, mobile devices to, like, show their horsepower with an ARM-based chip, um, similar to what we've seen on, like, maybe the iPhones. So, yeah, man.
0: I, I think open. I think I think the one thing that Sony's got is they've got the balance right. I think everybody can kind of show what their balance is. Like if you look at Nintendo over the years, we always thought that their balance was one handheld, one home console, but then when you look at the Switch you realize actually no it wasn't. You were waiting years and years for a Mario Kart on your console and then a Mario Kart on your handheld and then a Mario Kart on your console, same with Smash, same with Zelda's, but then you look at the Switch and you think actually no You having it the way you've done it allows you to constantly keep a conveyor belt of quality first-party titles from Nintendo coming out, and it's more successful than the way you were doing it. Then you have Microsoft, which is, um, you know, their balance is weird because their balance, even on their first-party standpoint, it's, it's not great, but their balance is being able to, you know, Go out and spend money and purchase other games and have it yeah. running on a streaming platform. You know, money is their balance. Really, that's, that's Microsoft. Like that.
1: That's like a Batman super- or Bruce Wayne superpower in Justice League. Or Justice. Exactly,
0: exactly. That's Microsoft. And then you look at Sony's. I, th- I actually think the handheld was a step too far. Because yeah. they got the balance right. I mean, the, the problem with the handheld is it came when they faltered with um, PS3. PSP was a huge success. People don't realize that it had some probably the greatest handheld-only game of all time in GTA Liberty City Stories. You know, yeah. but they, which is obviously a Rockstar game, but then they, their first party was you know trying to catch up on PS3, not focusing on the handheld. PS4 was priority, not PS Vita. And again, I do not want a handheld if it deviates from PS5 development. No, thank you. I need that PS5 first-party portfolio. But I like the VR side of things because they, they balanced that PS4 lineup with and simultaneously had Batman VR, Moss... Astrobot Rescue Mission, Resident Evil Seven, Super Hot VR, Beat Saber—all these VR games from other publishers. I think you know they built those partnerships up. Even the first-party games like Blood and Truth and somewhat—they were all balanced right. I think VR is closer development to the home console than what handheld was. You know, and I think Sony's handhelds were too powerful at the times that they came out. They didn't need that power at that they time. Were,
1: they weren't really sure which which direction they should exactly, go. Like, exactly, exactly. as but hey. Cried it it. It's worked. crazy.
0: Well, moving on from there. Um, so, in a separate interview, uh, Jim, which we'll get into later, but there was a specific VR component. Jim Ryan, president at Sony, had this to say about PSVR two. So the questioner, uh, the question. The interviewee, interviewer, sorry, what the hell? The interview. I'm so PSVR'd <laughs> up now, it's unbelievable. So the interviewer asks him, all right, PlayStation VR 2, the second PlayStation VR, what are we calling it at the moment? Ryan replies, we're not calling it anything at the moment. <laughs> and then, uh, so the obvious question is, what's changed from the first headset? Jim Ryan responded. I'm just going to read what he um, answered. So this will be a completely new VR format for PS5. PlayStation has considered VR as a strategic opportunity and a big innovation story. We think there are two themes that you're going to see. Us capturing the technological progress that has taken place since the present VR system came to market and a considerable amount of lessons learned. Because the present system was our first one. Changes will be things like moving to a very easy single chord setup and this one and many other similar learnings dev kits are about to go out interviewer <laughs> vr is getting a lot more traction now but it's still a nascent market nuanced market sorry why make a follow-up to the first headset jim ryan responded we believe in vr and have been extremely happy with the results with the present playstation vr and think that we will do good business with our new vr system for playstation 5 more importantly we see it as something beyond the This coming iteration that really could be really big and really important. We like to innovate. We think our community likes us to innovate. I turn around the question and say, why not? For us, it's a very logical step to take. We're very excited by it. And we think that people who are going to make VR games for our new VR system are going to be very excited too. Interviewer. So the big difference which you mentioned there is that it's going to be one cord that you connect to your PlayStation 5. And then Jim Ryan answered... That was a very simple and visible illustration of a lesson that we've learned when integrating from the present system to the new one. We're not actually releasing any specs at this stage. That will start to come over the course of this year when we will be talking more. And then the interviewer's last question about VR was, The PS5 launch lineup was very bullish. Can we expect the same for this new PSVR? We're not saying anything specific today about any developer support, whether it's our own studios or any of our publishing partners. But obviously, when we launch our new VR system, the appropriate software support will follow. So, I mean, Alex, the big thing there is they're talking about it's hard to believe that you can play something like Astrobot Bot Rescue Mission, Blood and Truth and all that. And that was on like a 2015 piece of hardware. You yeah, know.
1: It I mean, but even all, all those games, I mean, they felt like just tech demos, you know what I mean? So I think they, they're they itching to create like a fully fledged game. And I think after seeing the success of Half-Life Alex, hmm. you know, um, you know, they, they know how to do it now. You know what I mean? They, they can mix the action with the horror, with the suspense and just throw a really good immersive game. I mean, Capcom, Obviously they did it with Resident Evil Seven, but that was pretty much it I mean one of a what of a big game was out there which could really immerse you like that like I said, I know, think they came late It, it was more about what yeah. the
0: developers could do because you did have like yeah. space flight games and things like that. But then when you think about the possibilities, i mean Microsoft Flight Simulator in VR is going to other platforms. You yeah, know, yeah. I, I mean, VR is such a small niche market compared to the bigger picture of video games. But I mean, if you look at Valve and they think to themselves, you know what? If we release Half Life: Alex on PSVR two, we're going to sell another half a million copies minimum. Same with Sony as well. They've shown now that they're not scared to move games to other platforms. So, continued yeah, we, like they support each other to help. But I mean, I like the the tone of the interview, which is we've learned a lot. Yeah, and that's what I want to hear because that's the Sony we like and that we love. Is that they they learn and they listened to feedback yeah. about
1: PSVR yeah. and Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think, especially, I mean, they need a big, massive IP. I mean, a huge IP which everybody's already attracted to. When you're saying about Rockstar, you know, I mean, if we could see them create, you <laughs> in a complete world, you know, a GTA world or something like that, you know what I mean? That would be freaking amazing. Mm. That would be absolutely amazing. So we never know. Hopefully they do get like a massive IP, which is just going to just transfer a whole lot of people over to it. Uh, I mean, games like Fortnite will definitely have that tribe attraction. Um, but yeah, you yeah. know, it's, it's up to them. It's up to them. Like you said, they're learning. I just hope that they just keep, they keep to their word, you know, and they actually do come with the full force and they actually do give um, the PSVR, you know, the true, VR console experience that we're all kind of looking for because right now it's kind of lackluster. It still feels kind of, you know, what I mean, it's like, like tech demos, really good tech demos, but nothing really truly immersive like a game like God of War or Last of Us, you know what I mean? But we want a game like that, but in VR, done well. And yeah. Yeah, especially with the haptic feedback, as well as with the, the, the motion tracking of the fingers, you know, just to enhance that interactivity and that immersion, oh, oh my gosh, I mean, possibilities are endless. Absolutely endless. But yeah, man. Come on, Jim. Don't let us down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and, and the final bit about VR before we move on to other news. Uh, he said that there's going to be more information released this year. This Ooh. year. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not expecting it The state of play. They've said there's no hardware there tomorrow. <laughs> um, but obviously... You know, it means where it could be the summer, it could be towards the end of the year. I'm thinking more towards the end of the year. They'll talk about PSVR too. Uh, but it's just great news that we're going to find out more this year. I like the way they do it. You know, I really like the way they did the PS5 unveil throughout the year. I know people didn't like it because not, they're not used to that style of going to print media first and talking about it. But I mean, this one little interview's
1: has just got everybody talking. Yeah, it has. I mean, with the dev kits just going out now, they're saying right. So we're looking at about maybe 12, 12 to eighteen months before we actually see like a real game, you know, um, like a fully fledged game. Anyway, unless it's going to be one which is already out there, which has been converted, which could take a lot quicker. Um, yeah, it, we won't be seeing anything for a while, but at least they're giving it out there. At least they're being confident with it, and it's only going to lead to great things. You know, they're they're in the they're in the pole position at the moment, um, and they don't need to trip up on themselves. Just take their time. Create the quality experience that we all need, and then they got to smash it out the park. So, mm. come on, definitely. Well, that's enough
0: of PSVR. We'll move on to you other news. No,
1: not enough. <laughs> not enough. I need more. <laughs> I want <you>
0: <laughs> well, we'll move on. So, as I mentioned to that interview, um, so many of the following news numbers that I'm going to go through now all stem from the same interview as I just previously mentioned. And that was obviously the interview that President and Chief Executive Officer of Sony Interactive Entertainment, which is Jim Ryan, recently sat down with British GQ magazine and gave one hell of a news-heavy interview. So we're going to get straight yeah. into it, Alex. Number two, yep. Ryan was asked about when PS5 consoles would be more readily available to the public. He replied that they are working as hard as they can. He also detailed that of the 4.5 million PS5 consoles that were sold up to December 31st, one in four buyers didn't own a PS4, and of that new crowd, half have already signed up for the PlayStation Network. Also, later in the interview, the interviewer um, asked a question about PlayStation Network, and Jim Ryan revealed that 87% of all PS5 owners are now signed up to PlayStation Network. That's crazy. The interviewer then pushed a little harder and asked what was holding back production. Uh, Ryan answered that we spoke about, uh, he basically answered what me and you spoke about last week. It's a mix of the COVID pandemic and a shortage of components from the semiconductor market. He also admitted that they just cannot keep up with the demand for PS5. Sony expect production and supply to increase as each month passes. They are working relentlessly to get stock out. In another question he stated that key markets are seeing considerable amount of product being made available and this will continue for weeks and months to come. So Alex, I mean, he's obviously said there that, you know, stock is a big thing that they're going with. I think last week you chatter on British media outlets and that is that a lot of stock made it into the UK last week. We'll find yeah. out. When obviously the software charts run. Um But I mean, it's the same thing. I don't know if you just saw as well, literally just minutes before we started uh, recording, um, President Biden says an investigation will be going into the semiconductor shortage because it's obviously, uh, so I'll read this. A semiconductor shortage is ravaging the American economy and an executive order will investigate how to fix it. So... Um, it's a 100 day review uh, from the president as to why the semiconductor production pipeline is so slow. Because mm-hmm. an open letter from Apple, Sony, AMD, and Qualcomm, um, to take the matters to the highest office to get it sorted out. So, companies are you know looking to the government, why is there a semiconductor shortage? I think they're just going to look across the pond to the other side of the planet, look at China as well you know everybody and it's a big thing for economies as well because it's not just game consoles electric cars as well use massive semiconductors yeah
1: it's everything i mean in this smart world of ours i mean semiconductors are pretty much you know go hand in hand you know we wouldn't have these smart devices let alone next-gen consoles if we didn't have semiconductors um and it's just it's just a weird time in history i mean it's definitely going to go down in history that you know the great semiconductor shortage <laughs> you yeah. know i'm gonna thank like, uh, everybody from Sony to nintendo to uh, microsoft but uh, like i said you know if they can just keep pumping them out there and they're gonna be trickling them out there but the good thing is even though there is a shortage the demand is still so high so in terms of sales they know that they've pretty much got it in the bag because there's not really that much competition you know so everybody's looking forward to what sony's going to be delivering so they're they're quite comfortable you know even though they would i'm sure like that playstation plus and playstation now money right now <laughs> You know what I me mean? mm. just get all that network because that's that's where they make most of their change um but yeah it's just a matter of time but uh but yeah it's good to see it's good to see i mean 87 as well just looking at that figure 87 of ps5 owners have joined the PSN that's network.
0: crazy that think about it. that's just 13 percent of people that don't and that's only of that first four and a half million that don't yeah. have PlayStation um, network subscriptions
1: yet. Yeah. That is crazy. That's crazy, yeah. It's really good, it's really good. And like, I guess those are the people who pretty much have PS5 stuck up in their basement uh, and trying to scout people. <laughs> that's <not> up <laughs> for that's They're not connected yet, um. But yeah, uh, the COVID obviously has affected so many different things. But hopefully, I mean, the the vaccine's being rolled out now, uh. So we can expect production to kind of get back up to speed, um, by what maybe summer. So we shouldn't really start seeing the effects of that maybe six six months afterwards. So mm. we'll, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Well, that's uh, of that four point five million, that's three point nine one five million are on PlayStation Network for from the PS Five online. Makes owned.
1: sense make sense. i mean i mean as you can see i'm a perfect example i've been playing god of war uh you know i jumped straight onto that playstation plus and like i haven't really delved into god of war as much as i have done now so this is a perfect opportunity mm. especially with the uh the upgrade in the uh, the graphics and the frame rate the performance is just perfect i mean right now the playstation 5 is like the playstation pro pro you know what i mean it's just absolutely phenomenal mm. for- definitely <laughs>
0: Well sticking with the same interview. Uh number three, moving on to first party software. Ryan was asked if COVID-19 has disrupted development for games. And this is what he said. Yeah, we you know, yeah, we're feeling pretty good about Returnal, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Horizon Forbidden West. And you know, there are two approaches to this. I feel like he's taking a shot at Microsoft on this one. You can Either hold the date and put out the game irrespective of quality or you can ship it when it's right. We have always taken the latter approach. There have been some fairly high-profile instances of publishers trying the former approach. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely CD Projekt Red as well, you know, on that one.
1: That wasn't even a shot, man. That was definitely a nuclear warhead. Because <laughs> <laughs> they took it off the store, didn't they? He's no longer on the store. So until he's actually... Well, well if you think about it, Sony
0: make about 25 to 30% of every game sold, and they've had to do refunds, so they're not happy oh. either, you know what I mean? But then, obviously, after saying that, the interviewer clocked on and asked about Gran Turismo 7, and Jim Ryan replied... Uh, no, Jim Ryan didn't reply, sorry, at which point... Oh. A PR representative for Sony jumped into the call, promising a statement on GT7, probably in the hope that we'd actually ask about some of the many new announcements. You can read the statement below. GT7 has been impacted by COVID-related production challenges and therefore will shift from 2021 to 2022. With the ongoing pandemic, it's a dynamic and changing situation, and some critical aspects of game production have been slowed over the past several months. We'll share more specifics on GT7's release date when available. Mm-hmm. Alex, I think. Yeah. Let me just chuck a curveball at you. Is Gran Turismo 7 the flagship PSVR 2 title? That would be. Great. Is that the delay? Is that a delay for it? You know, how do you push PSVR? You put a driving game on it, right? <laughs>
1: True, I mean, a, comp- a driving slim like that, oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Even I'd buy it. I mean, I'm not really a GT, I'm a GT7 fan, but I would, I'll definitely get the game. Mm. <laughs> it's released on a VR. So, yeah, they may be. It would make sense for it to uh, coincide with release of new hardware. Yeah, definitely. More sales. I'm a bit devastated. You know? I
0: was looking forward to Gran Turismo. I wanted like a car sim game again. We I mean, played dirt, and I was like, right, I need a car sim, I need a hard challenge. Yeah, like a you one, know, yeah. but, um, yeah it's mad like you know obviously it's good to hear that obviously we know returnals coming there is a new trailer that dropped today as well so if you go on to youtube.com listeners you can see a new returnal trailer online as well uh but obviously returnals coming in april we've got ratchet and clank on june 11th and he's confident horizon will hit this year i mean that's not to mention what they launched that's had a lot of bloody games so i'm pretty happy really? That yeah, year, yeah. uh, and yeah, if GT7 needs more, I mean, Sony have always delayed games if it's not ready. I can't remember them releasing a game that wasn't ready, uh, without yeah. a day one patch in that sense, so it's good to see on that one. But, um, again, he was this is number four. Jim Ryan yeah. was asked about PS4 games releasing on PC and what changed Sony's thinking about doing it. He replied. I think a few things changed. We find ourselves now in early 2021 with our development studios and the games that they make in better shape than they've ever been before. Particularly from the latter half of the PS4 cycle, our studios made some wonderful great games. There's an opportunity to expose those great games to a wider audience and recognise the economics of game development which are not always straightforward. The cost of making games goes up with each cycle, as the calibre of the IP has improved. Also, our ease of making it available to non-console owners has grown, so it's a fairly straightforward decision for us to make. After that, obviously, it was announced that Days Gone has been announced for PC this spring. It will support an unlocked frame rate, ultra-wide monitor support, but it does require an SSD to play. I mean, Alex, I mean, I I saw a lot of people question and go, oh, Sony can't do this, did did dear, dear. And I, in my head, I could think, what are you bitching about? You had the game for like three years, two years, at least on the platform. <laughs> it's not like they're going day and date, you know? If it was day and date, then, okay, why do you need a PS5? I'll tell you why, Sense, But, you know, it's, for me, I just think to myself, I don't care that Horizon came to PC because it came out, I played it years and years ago. And if it's getting Guerrilla and Sony more money to reinvest into their next project Knock yourself out. Days Gone came out years ago. If it's bringing more money back to Ben's studio for the next title, which is most likely Days Gone 2, knock yourself out. You know what I mean? If God of War, which, let's be honest, is probably going to be the big one for PC, maybe at the end of the year, hits PC. Again, I played it in 2018. You know? Because yeah. I look at myself, I, I look and I think to myself, if Sony... Why have they not done Spider-Man on Xbox, the first one, 2018? if sony had released spider-man from 2018 on xbox this past christmas they would have sold millions yeah. more copies but they didn't yeah. you know and i think and i think what <laughs> listen i think uh, okay okay we we get fanboys and we you want to defend the product that you own and you believe in that's fine you hear me and alex bantering all the time for fun yeah. but if you're you got to understand now that if mlb the show sells more than a million copies on xbox sony will take note of that as jim ryan just said the economics and game development pricing goes up with each cycle if mlb show is a hit seller on xbox expect sony to be go oh okay maybe just maybe we may start releasing more games on other platforms that are not just pc i mean horizon zero dawn It sold every... It maxed out... It sold out... You know, it sold at 15, 16 million copies on PlayStation. It's an old, old game. It came to PC, sold 500,000 in the first month. That's 500,000 units they weren't going to sell otherwise. Yeah. You know, and it's... We're we're in a world where you can't... I mean... Again, day and date would be different. I guess people would have different opinions on it, but if a game's two, three years old, surely it's fine, isn't it, just to release it on PC?
1: it is fine, but it's also the time that they released it. I mean, it seems like... They've got multiple strategies. Yes, they want to increase uh, their sales. I mean, not like they really need to, but they're also testing new markets, aren't they? Exactly. They're seeing how well uh, uh, first-party IPs uh, sell on a a super system like a PC uh, with the hope that, yes, it will make sales and it will also encourage more sales in the future, but also to try and coax people over to the PlayStation Now, you know, and uh, hopefully if they want more of it, then you'll get the PlayStation Now app and then you just play from your PC you know, where you can actually just, it just looks as good as your internet connection. I mean, yeah, it could actually be a bit better in terms of the streaming, but it's up there. And obviously that's still uh, a plan for them to go ahead with aren't they? because essentially they're gonna have their cloud running service, which is gonna be, well, hopefully better than Stadia and more consistent. Um, so their only real competitors is going to be Xbox uh, and maybe Amazon, if they manage to keep their uh, you know their, things, their systems in check. So, you know, that's just another one of their strategies. And going down the PC route is a perfect opportunity to up And Alex, let me in ask Mexico. you a question.
0: Who owns Steam? Who does own Steam? Valve, right? Valve. What do Valve have? Half Life, Alex. What are oh, Sony releasing? Okay. PSVR two. You, know, I'm just saying. You know,
1: <laughs> look at that, the marriage. <laughs> <laughs>
0: on top of that, as well, you know, Sony own a share of Epic as well. A very small share, but they own a share. So, you know, it's just extra sales. And here's the thing: people don't realize this. To all the piece to the okay, let's say hypothetically speaking, seven hundred thousand copies of Horizon have gone on PC, right? That yeah. 700,000 who maybe don't own a PlayStation, or let's say 400,000 of them don't have a PS, right? So, of that 400,000, they enjoyed Horizon. Now they're seeing that Forbidden West is coming to PS5. I might grab a PS5 now. You yeah. know what I mean? And I have a feeling Days Gone is a strategic choice because Days Gone 2 is going to be announced this year at some point. I think, you know, and I think that's why, you know, it's good advertising. So we'll just have to see. But move on uh sticking with that same interview number five um sony have announced the return of their play at home initiative this is a really good initiative it started last year and what they're doing is they're giving away ratchet and clank on playstation 4 for free through the month of march as a way of reaching out and offering support to playstation customers as we can as we continue to endure the covid19 pandemic further games and others will then continue to be rolled out through to june so, starting from the first of March, Ratchet and Clank PS Four will be a free download through the PlayStation Store. The offer ends uh, on the first of April. Once you redeem the game, it's yours to keep with no strings attached. You don't need to be a PlayStation Plus member to get this game, and you don't need to you don't lose the game if your PlayStation Plus subscription runs out. Later in the month, Sony's anime subsidiary Funimation will offer extended access to new subscribers to Funimation or Wakanim, the European division, starting on the 25th of March. More details on this will follow, but it will be available to those who sign up to Funimation in the United States, Canada, UK, Ireland, Australia and New Zealand or Wakanim in most of Western and Northern Europe, starting on March 25th for a limited time. Following on from its inclusion last week, next up is um, more Ratchet & Clank Oh yeah, anime stuff on there. But I mean, it's again, it's cool. Sony don't have to do it. They don't, They could charge you a fiver for it, and you do. But they're giving, like last year, they're giving you stuff for free. To, you know, to help support you stay at home. And people yeah. probably be thinking, I've already played Ratchet, or I got it in my PlayStation Plus collection. But for a lot of people as well, you know, money is an issue. They don't have that many games. This is not just for PS Five. It's for PS Four as well. So again, you know, people who get don't get that many games again. An option to get ratchet and clank and then they've also mentioned there'll be other games as well it's pretty nice isn't it
1: yeah yeah that's that's, that's perfect i mean you know the funimation how long did it say that would be yeah um... uh
0: i think you get extended access uh to new subscribers um yeah. so it starts from the 25th of ma- march but it, it says for a yeah. limited time so obviously details have yet to come out fully on that yeah. one but i'm pretty sure you'll be fine yeah. on the funimation website i mean sony practically right. own anime now um but they're smart they're smart you know that that's a, that's a market to tap into um but yeah it's 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 cool and uh, we'll see what the other game is and i saw some people complaining that they had ratchet i was like you get games free every month with playstation plus you have the playstation plus collection you got amazing deals every month why are you bitching why are you bitching?
1: They get, i guess they're only bitching because they've probably played all those games and that's probably what it is right so mm. or, or you know for fans who haven't well for new fans you know it's perfect and that's what they're looking at right they're looking and, I, and listen fans. i
0: highly advise that um my tag team champions which are your sons play ratchet and clank download it for them <laughs> they will absolutely love this game and so will you it's platforming heaven seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. so
1: they'll, good they'll probably clock it. it, I mean the way they've been like creaming through Astro Bot, it's just been crazy, just to see like, you know, a couple of four year olds, it's <laughs> the same it's,
0: it's, it's my nephew, he's uh my nephew from my younger brother, he's only four and he's clocked yeah. Astro, and he's playing through Crash like, Insane Trilogy <laughs> Yeah, no, that
1: would be the next thing, that would be the next thing for him <laughs> it's mad, it's mad, and
0: the thing is he hasn't had to buy it. Astro; Astro's free and Crash Insane and was with the Playstation Plus collection three, four, three, so he's and happy, you know three, four,
1: Um four. Fantastic.
0: Well, we'll move on. Um, okay, so the next story is separate from this interview, and we also received multiple questions on it from the listeners. So thank you, Emma, TD3, Frank P., Simon, and at PS4 Life. Number six, a US, mm-hmm. law, f- uh, a US law firm has filed a class action against Sony over alleged PlayStation 5 dual sense drift. This week, okay, for Chimmels, Schwartz, Kreiner, and Donaldson Smith csknd the firm behind the ongoing class action against nintendo over joy-con drift asked affected customers to get in touch via an online form so the dual lawsuit has now been filed in the united states district court for the southern district of new york on behalf of a plaintiff called lamarck turner of virginia and other affected customers in the us against sony corporation of america and sony interactive entertainment What's quoted is, specifically, the DualSense controllers that are used to operate the PS5 contain a defect that results in characters or gameplay moving on the screen without user command or manual operation of the joystick. This defect significantly interferes with gameplay and thus compromises the DualSense controller's core functionality. The complaint goes on to accuse Sony, this is the big bit, And that's the one that, the the sticky area. The complaint goes on to accuse Sony of being aware of this alleged DualSense drift via online consumer complaints. Claims the company equipped the DualSense with virtually the same analogue component as the PlayStation 4 DualShock 4, which reportedly also suffered from drift and that options for repair are slim. Okay, Al, I'm not going to lie. I never felt drift in my ps4 pad <laughs> yeah. and touch wood yeah. so far i'm okay <laughs> on the ps5 for now i'm okay but yeah. you know to me i'm just thinking to myself yeah it's shitty but i think every i think every pad besides the DualShock shock 4 i've had has somehow had drift eventually at some point from tearing yeah. where you know yeah. that yeah. happens but i think the big thing here is if so did sony know about it that's the, what's got all the news reporting about it did they know that a diff, you know that this was going in to the pad i can't imagine
1: it but well, potentially potentially they did know i mean apparently the um the components that they use in there work the best it's not to say it's on all models um but obviously with time constraints it may have been easier to just you know sort in a whole lot of cheaper models mm. um which it could have been the defective batch that went out there so they're not saying that every uh co- um, console or console pad is susceptible Mm. Um, first thing but you know it's still really early in the game really i mean literally i mean excuse the point i mean it's just came out if these are obviously defective units i mean the majority of people aren't really making complaints like that so i mean in generally if anything's going to start drifting it's going to be after how many hours 400 plus hours of gaming uh you know which could just take maybe a year or two or whatever um and specifically on the actual um uh sticks themselves you know the, the analog sticks themselves so Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, wait. A year? You're so baby numbers, mate. i would do that in like two weeks. <laughs> no, but I definitely gain all... Well, I say that. Yeah. Uh, I think I only get... I've got the statistics. So basically what Sony did is that they um, released your stats for... I'm going off tangent here, but there is a stat on there where they give you your stats for the year. yeah I'm going to tell you what my stats are now. Uh, so, where did I put it? Screenshots. Yeah, here we go. So, uh, for 2020, my top three playing games were Middle, of, Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor at 41 hours, Ghost of Tsushima at 65 hours, Pro Evo to 81 hours. Um, does it say I total hours of gameplay in 2020? 635. That's poor. That's poor. For 2020, I clocked loads of games and I only played for 635
1: hours. <laughs> But in that case, your your pad will be knacking out soon, mate. I know, I know, but <laughs> I think, I think oh. it's like constant it's like constant use. You know, even though we are playing these games for you know for X amount of hours, it's the actual dual sets um, dual um, the analog sticks themselves. Yeah, when we move left and then we let it rest, we move right, let it rest. So if you actually accumulate accumulate all those hours of movement, uh, you you're pretty much looking at about what 400 plus hours. Mm. You know, which would take a while. You know, for an average gamer, anyway. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see this is going to be. It's just it's it's going to be great for this company. What they called uh, Michael, oh. Ford, Karina. and yeah, Twitch. they're loving this. This is great for them. Well, CSK Probably.
0: and D. If it was a different company, I would have thought okay. But the fact that it's the exact same company that's going after Nintendo's drift, I just feel like yeah, just, that's, it they're just making it sound more dramatic than it is. You know, I mean, there's a there's one going against Microsoft. There's one going against Valve. There's one going against Sony. There's one going against Nintendo. You know, there's so many different companies that are just trying to make a buck, you know, and that's the world we live in. So, obviously, yeah. we'll keep you up-to-date, listeners, on what's happening on that front. But if you do have an issue
1: with the yeah, pad... Yeah, yeah, let me just say, I do hope that they do sort this issue out. And if it does mean that they need to come up with a more higher-quality pad... Oh, yeah, definitely. Do it. Price, go for it. You know what I mean? Like a PS5 Pro DualSense pad. You know what I mean? That would be freaking sick. I'll tell you
0: something. I feel sorry for the company that provides Sony and Nintendo... With the oh, technology, oh, because if they if they yeah. lose
1: this, they're coming for that company. You know? <laughs> so it's one that of them. Is, I'm sure it's packed up shop, man. It's like they've they dis- dis- disappeared. You know? mm. Yeah. And uh, in a final
0: bit of news, if it wasn't for that big interview and that big PSVR, what would have been number one is number seven this week. It's the final piece of news. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two is getting a next generation update. So, what it features is 120 frames per second at 1080p or native 4K at 60 frames per second. Spatial audio, uh, it's free if you're already on the digital deluxe version of the game or it's a $10 upgrade fee and it's releasing on March 26th. Did you play Tony Hawk? Uh, Bits and pieces. A bit, I played I it back really, in the day. It was, It's a great game. I think it's coming to Switch now, isn't it? Tony Hawk's Pro Skater
1: 1. It's probably coming to absolutely everything right now. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. But um, yeah, there's a massive following for it. It makes sense that they're actually just trying to push it out there, just test the waters out before they release the next edition, you know, completely remastered or whatever. So, um, yeah, I'm glad for for the franchise. And it's one of the classic franchises from back in the day, isn't it? So Mm. it's nice to see that it's still about... Definitely. Um, and like it's it's quite slim in terms of recreational type of sports game. That'll games. be like, a game,
0: mate, that will fuck you up in VR.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Motion sickness
0: like crazy <laughs> on that one.
1: You have to come like a PlayStation bucket where you <laughs> can yeah. just like throw into it. Exactly, uh, exactly. But yeah,
0: but... Okay. Um uh, so let's move on to our newest segment, uh, which is the sale update. So this week on PSN we see the return of the PlayStation Indie sale campaign, which has discounts of up to 75%. Uh, I had a look through it, so some recommendations from myself is you can get Cuphead for just 11 99 Planet Coaster, woo woo, 27 99 The Return of the Obra Dinn at £14.24, weird number. Moss, if you're a PlayStation VR owner, is only $9.99. The Talos Principle, which is a great um, puzzle game, uh, which is just $2.99. And there's also games like Batman The Enemy Within, Leia Fear, John Wick Hex and the Unfinished Swan, they're all on offer, I did buy one today, I bought the The Long Journey Home, it's a space game right, yeah. but it was like £3.50 down from £44.99 I was like, that's more than 75%, I'll buy it
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the game bad. was £44.99 down to three ninety nine. I was like, yeah alright, I'll grab it, it's to do with
1: space it's uh, uh, really a really good game it's a really good game really, um, hard. really good Obviously, you can talk to death about Planet Coaster. What? <laughs> so yeah, I love that. Good, but like, what, what's the percentage? I mean, is there uh, percent? so
0: basically, with Planet Coaster, um, every so the career, Someone asked me this in the letter: How do you do a career mode in a, in a roller coaster game? So, what it is is you run theme parks, and each so when you go to career, there's different theme parks. So, when you click one theme park, it's got easy, medium, and hard objectives. You just do them. Done. Right. Then you go to the next theme park, it has a different set of objectives easy, medium, hard every time you do it, you get three stars i 'm two levels away from getting yeah. every single star in the game, so i'm currently in the hard section so for example, the easy one could be uh you know early in the game design uh, put place a buy a roller coaster that's it you 've done your objective you know raise five hundred dollars in ticket sales done now i'm on objectives this is the hard one where You have to design a roller coaster that has a minimum of six fear, a a, a minimum of six excitement. So you get out of 10, right? So you get a a minimum of six excitement. Can't have higher than four fear. Has to have an average speed. Has to have a certain length minimum. It has to make a certain amount of profit over a continuous amount of months. You know, it's absolutely yeah. crazy, no, but
1: uh, that's like all aspects of the business, really. Exactly, like. <laughs> man. It's
0: so good, but I'm so close. Cool. I'm literally on the second to last, like career level. So I'm like uh, twelve stars away from finishing it. So we'll get there. But um oh, well, can, I
1: just you, can I just ask you, have you actually seen anyone throw up yet on one of your? Oh yeah, your dude,
0: loads, 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 <laughs> loads. I I create some motherfucking like levels, mate. Seriously, <laughs> I do it just to be the dick. You know. What <laughs> <laughs> um but continuing into this week so it was on last week but it's still going on this week is the playstation plus double discounts playstation plus subscribers can save up to 75 percent on games such as fifa and so on games under 15 pound which was two weeks ago left for games under 20 that's still active and finally shadow of the tomb raiders deal of the week is finished this week it's a plague tale innocence which i platinumed uh, and it's 75% off, which is down from 44.99 to 11 quid. Great game, easy plat. Um, pretty good game, actually, really good story. But again, PlayStation Indie sale, and there is a lot of games on there. It's worth yeah. having a look. Definitely. Nice. Alex, yeah. we've only just done the news and obviously the sale update. We answered, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of people ask questions about, um, obviously, the... Uh, the pad drift, which obviously we mentioned here, so we haven't got any letters. We've been speaking for an hour and 10 minutes. This show has oh, gone on for a long time.
1: <laughs> you're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. hope you're enjoying the show. Um, but before we wrap up, we have a 10-second challenge! Oh, what's that? <laughs> what is my what, what, what could my actual topic be this week? Oh, your topic is going to be a good one. We've mentioned this game, this said game, multiple times throughout this episode, and is in fact... GTA. Now, let's, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 10-second challenge, uh, where we try and bust each other's balls with five questions about a particular topic. Uh, and the trick is you have 10 seconds to answer each one of these questions. Oh, my and, God. Uh, so they- chance for you to just jump on google and find something it's just one of those situations where you just gotta bust your brain open
0: so (laughs) the funny thing is can i just say in terms of gta the weird thing about gta is i always buy a gta i always plan to clock a gta but weirdly it's a spiritual thing i don't know what happens i only ever clock games in liberty city (laughs) i don't get it i bought gta3 vice city san andreas four i bought five Uh, I bought Chinatown and all I've ever clocked is GTA 3 Liberty City, GTA 4 Liberty City and GTA Liberty
1: City Stories, I just don't understand why (laughs) this is a weird thing It's 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 so crazy so yeah a quick question before we get into that. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you do want to participate in the, uh, the 10 Second Challenge, which we're still trying to figure out the name, but anyway, 10 Second Challenge, you can get up to us uh, at the latest PS5. Uh, sorry, let me just say that again. If you want to get a question to me, if you want to try and stump me with a 10 Second Challenge, you can email Sonny or send a tweet to Sonny um, at the latest PS5, uh, so you can send a tweet. Or if you want to try and stump me, um, sorry if you want to try and stump am I saying this completely wrong <laughs> <I> am, <laughs> anyway if you want to try and stump Sonny then yeah you can send an email to me um, and the email is uh, ps 5 at gmail.com so tweet if you want to get me and e- uh, and email if you want to get Sonny so anyway uh, hopefully you can just rewind that and hopefully it'll make some sense but anyway we've got a 10 second challenge to get on with I th- and by the way I think
0: we've been talking at 10 we've been naming it 10 second challenge for weeks so I think that's what it's called the 10 second challenge right
1: (laughs) it's established ladies and gentlemen okay the first question for the 10 second challenge
0: fucking
1: hell it's a nice easy one just to warm you into things yeah Uh, when was the first GTA game released and what platform was it released on 10 9 8 it was PlayStation
0: 1
1: 1997 eh <laughs> it was so close. <laughs> what was it? it was on PlayStation One, but it was actually released uh, in 1997. Yes, you're right. Actually, oh! ah! boo <laughs> <laughs> A little turn of events. Uh, okay, then. Well, okay, cool, cool, cool. That, I'm fine. sure. The
0: only everything. reason I know that is I didn't actually get it on PlayStation
1: One. I got it on Game Boy Color. Did you get on the game? Well, wow! That's that's when I got it. Yeah, sorry. I said had a really weird sound coming from the window. It sounded proper eerie man. I was thinking, what the hell is that? Anyway, yeah, congratulations. Yeah, it was 1997. I don't know what I was looking at. But anyway, yes, you got that right. And yes, it was coming out for the PlayStation. However, that's not the easiest question on there. This is the easiest question. Which is the highest selling GTA game ever to be released? GTA Five. Oh, yeah, of course. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that game was, that was probably some more so than every other GTA <laughs> That's probably some more from...
0: <laughs> Dude, that's probably <laughs> so more than every GTA combined. <laughs> you know I
1: mean? uh, okay, cool. Uh, here's another easy one for you. Uh, what console was GTA by City released on, and what year did it come out? 10, nine, PS2. Eight, uh, seven. I
0: think it came to Xbox eventually as well, and it was 2001 was GTA. 2002.
1: Uh, very good. Really good. yeah yeah, you got it man. I based it that cool.
0: on I based that on GTA three because I remember exactly the year I was hooked on that, which was <laughs> two thousand and one <laughs> but I remember vice City came out the year I moved back down from Scotland to Birmingham because my cousin Ricky and my brother Bobby were obsessed with that game so
1: yeah yeah you got it well good I'm glad that you got like the warm and easy questions out the way so here's a nice one for you what was the original title for Gta you got ten seconds nine oh, eight, yeah. seven six oh. five four. I don't know, man. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> motor... Oh! No, I got
0: it, but it's out. It was a stupid name. Oh, wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Uh, Something theft... Some uh, Car theft, motor theft, uh, something like that. Uh, I can't remember. It was something like that. It
1: was a really cool name, and that name was Race and Chase. What the <laughs>
0: hell? What did I hear? What, what am I thinking of then? It was
1: what you're thinking of, mate. But, uh, oh, yeah, no! Uh... Uh, race and chase, ladies and gentlemen. And, yeah, I don't think it would have gone down as well um, as <laughs> Grand <of>. Race and <laughs> but, chase, you know. Yeah, I'm sure that person who actually came up with that title was fired. But anyway, here's another uh, question for you. Can you name me five GTA games? You got 10 seconds. GTA, Nine.
0: GTA 2, GTA 3, Vice City, San Andreas. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that's <is> easy.
1: <laughs> I could have gone
0: GTA, GTA two, GTA three, <laughs> GTA four, GTA five,
1: but I just went in order of my memory. <laughs> you <laughs> joker. Yeah, man. But um. But yes, yeah, that was ten seconds. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you actually got uh, how did you get? You got four oh, out of five. What? Four out of five, not bad,
0: mate. Not bad. Oof, I got scared for a second, man. I thought he's gonna have. I'm gonna get stomped here if it's not Liberty City, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna join the zero club, but not yet.
1: Not yet. Oh, that's coming. Don't worry about that. It's a destiny that we've all got to visit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but listeners, um again, if you want to ask Alex questions, um, tweet or DM uh, at the latest uh, at latest PS5 on Twitter, or if you want to challenge me, email the latest PS5 at gmail dot com. Now I know there's a state of play. If you are a Patreon, uh we will be doing a state of play tomorrow straight as the show finishes. And if then I we will
1: ladies and gentlemen, it's a lot of fun on that side of town.
0: I can't wait. And then yeah, we'll post that up. So if you're not a Patreon producer, consider it. It's great. Yep. Starts from just $1 a month, you get every episode early each week, and you get access to our exclusive show, which is Latest PSX, which we're going to be reviewing State of Play, just for a dollar, it's great, there's loads of perks on there, have a look, the link is in the description, but Alex, episode 38 is down, after an hour, so much news this week, and then obviously, State of Play tomorrow, so it's going to be crazy. It's going to be absolutely
1: insane. Do you um...
0: have the final word for episode 38, my friend? (laughs)
1: Well, as it was BR-inspired all day, I think um, we just need to alert the, the fans and listeners out there to get ready, players. Get ready, player one. And that's it. That sounds really cheesy. But anyway, ready, player one. That's the final word. Out. Good night, everybody. <laughs>